You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. This is a common a common um, thing, you know, week one. And so the focus really is more on just us and, um, you know, us executing things that we've been repping all the way back f- to winter, to spring, to summer, to fall, and um, our ability to... Uh, take our base and apply it to some specific game situations I think if it's too much um, in the creative and or game planning mode you can uh, swing and miss so to speak uh, just because you're not really sure what you're going to do Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios here's the voice of the Bears John Morris and Aaron Sexton Coach Dave Aranda talking about uh, the challenges. Is that a good word that goes with the first game of a season? Factor in uh, a new head coach for Baylor's first opponent, Texas State. Factor in 53 new players. And there are some challenges along the way, but really uh, most coaches, probably all coaches, uh, would say that about their first game of the season. Let's get some insight on the Bears' opponent, the Texas State Bobcats. Welcome in our good friend Jeff Gandy. Part of the Texas State Radio crew, works with Clint Shields, but also a uh, Baylor letter winner and legend. Um, Jeff, welcome. We appreciate you being on with us. Hey, John. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I love being on your show. You're very kind, and uh, I wish we could just kind of go back and redo the legend recognition from last year. I think we ought to do that every time you come to town. How about that? I know Nancy would too. That was really a cool experience last year, you know, just, just to be blessed and, and to be recognized by your coaches and peers and you know, had that, that moment between the first and second quarter is just a cool experience. And, and to be recognized for the, for the things you did there, Baylor is always just, uh, you know, you, you don't count on it, but when it happens, it's just super cool. So what a blessing. It was a great day. Very cool. That's fun. Well, we're glad yeah. you'll be back this week and look forward to seeing oh, yeah. you in person on Saturday. Um, what about, uh, let's talk about the Bobcats. You have much sure. better knowledge there than any of us. Uh, what's the transition been like, the coaching change? G.J. Kenny is there, and and so many new players, new faces on the roster. What's that been like? Well, in the year of, well, in the era of transfer portal, that's going to be the norm from now on, uh, particularly when you have the opportunity where there's no uh, annual cap to scholarships, and this is the last year for that. So, yeah, this this Texas State football team, its roster's flipped, and the coaching staff is flipped too. So it is a brand-new football team stepping out in, in McLean Stadium that a lot of times I'm not sure what we have either. I, I mean, I can look on paper what we have, but I think there's a lot of excitement in San Marcos. Um, I think the hire G.J. Kenny was a good hire. Um the whole coaching staff has brought a lot of energy to these kids, and uh, they're young, they're energetic, they, they run a style of offense that a lot of these players want to run. Uh, defensively, they run a really aggressive attacking style of defense. That's what, if you're a player on the defensive side of the ball, that's what you want to be a part of as well. And, you know, just the whole atmosphere on campus um, has just been, has been different, John, to be honest with you. And, um, you know, they're going to finally break ground on a new end zone facility at the stadium. So there's a lot of things happening in San Marcos that they're trying to get the not, not just a football program, but it is the bell cow and turning the whole athletic department uh, in the right direction in these changing times. 
pretty good track record for uh, for G.J. Kenny, who has, uh, Coach Aranda says, made a meteoric rise up the coaching ranks. He's moved a lot, but he's moved up every time he's moved. And how about that team he had last year at uh, Incarnate Word, averaged 51.5 points per game, throwing it all over the field. Um, that was a, a pretty good resume that helped him get this job, didn't it, at Texas State? It really was because that's – that was what was lacking in our ability to win last year, especially the last two years uh, under the Spavadol era at Texas State. Uh, the defense really came on strong, but the de- offense just couldn't put enough points on the board. I don't think that's going to be the case in this particular offensive scheme from G.J. Kenny and, and Mac Lethwich, who comes in as offensive coordinator. Uh, but, you know, I, I think also you want to try to find the right fit that's going to be uh, successful in the Sunbelt Conference. And the style of football in the Sunbelt Conference is very similar to the SEC, the Southeast Conference. And in fact, the Sunbelt's been known as a little brother to SEC. And from a geographical perspective, you can lay one almost on top of the other. So the concept of running the football is still a heavy dose of that uh, by all the opponents in the Sunbelt. But this opportunity to run a modified spread style of offense is going to be real effective. Uh, against the opponents in the Sunbelt. And then, of course, a very uh, athletic and lean and attacking style of defense is, uh, I think, going to be successful as well. So I think it was more important about what was going to be the right fit to be successful in the conference was more important than just getting a guy that runs that has an offense that um, you know, scored 50-plus points uh, in the FCS level. I mean, that, that's good. But I think is it a good fit for the Sunbelt? It looks like it's going to be. Yeah, very much so. And it's uh, it's an up tempo offense, right? I mean, he likes to push the tempo. Yeah, I mean that's the whole concept. You you attack space by formation and tempo, hmm. and uh, it's it's similar to I guess what Jeff Grimes likes to do with Baylor. You have a handful of plays, but you do it out of different looks, different personnel packages, different motions. But there's not a whole lot of variations in the kind of plays. It just comes from you from different angles. That's the same thing of this offense, too. Uh, they're going to be up-tempo. Uh, they're going to give you different personnel packages. They're going to be different motions and formations. But there's just really a handful of plays. But it's going to attack you where you least expect it, and that's, that's what makes it explosive. Jeff Gandy, our guest, former Baylor linebacker, radio analyst for Texas State, and the Bears and the Bobcats meet up at McLean Stadium this Saturday to open the season. Um, it's it's always kind of like uh, you know it's opening a present, right, on opening day because you don't really know what you have, right, until you get out there and you play against somebody else. I would think, uh, especially so this year with a whole new coaching staff and so many new players. Uh, I would think you're you're probably looking forward to seeing, <laughs> you know, how it shows on the field on Saturday. Uh, John, you hit the nail on the head. I, I think everyone is um, uh, very confident and excited about it. But uh, there's a lot of talent that they brought in for the transfer portal, but they've never played together as a team. Um, so the continuity is is lacking because they've never been battle tested as a unit yet until Saturday night at McLean Stadium. So. I think everyone is anticipating that it'll be better. Uh, how much better? John, we don't know. Uh, we don't know what we don't know at this point. Right, right. But, uh, I, can, I, but I can tell you that um, there's more talent. Uh, they're bigger. They're faster. They're stronger. There's more depth. There's more athletic players. They're going to be better. Uh, we just don't know how much better it's going to be. And does that translate into more wins? We'll have to wait and see. 
Jeff, uh, it's got to be fun for you and Nancy to come back to uh, to your alma mater here at Baylor. Uh, you going to take a little time to look around when you're here? <laughs> we are. We're actually coming up a little bit early. Nancy needs oh, to buy some new Baylor guard gear. There you go. I like to hear yeah, that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. John, unfortunately, I have to wear my Texas State gear. I understand. And, uh, I represent the Texas State Sports Network, and uh, but it, you know what? It, this is the third year of a, I think of like a three-round fight, and we're in round three coming up Saturday. <laughs> right. And I think last year in Waco, the, the Bobcats took one on the chin for sure. But it, it's so much fun to come back to your home, to to home. I'm going to call, but Waco my home. Baylor's my home. It's where Nancy and I graduated. We met there uh, when I was released by the Indianapolis Colts in 1980. Five. I met Nancy. I came back to school and picked up a few extra classes and tried to graduate. And that's when I met Nancy. So Baylor's always going to have a very uh, meaningful part of our life and our marriage and our family. But you know, it is one of those things you come back and you got to wear a different colored jersey or a different colored polo. And it, <laughs> this is the case when you when you work for some other school. And uh, but it's still a lot of fun coming back. Cool. Well, can't wait to see y'all on Saturday. Hey, just thinking, you know, when you were here, when you were playing 79 to 82, you were part of some really good teams. I mean, that 79 team to beat Clemson in the Peach Bowl, which was a great springboard to the 80 Southwest Conference Championship season. I mean, you were part of some really good teams here. You know, John, I've been blessed to be at the right place at the right time, it seems like. And that has to do with a lot of the success and you know, it, I was very fortunate to be recruited by Corky Nelson, and um, and of course Coach Taft had a lot to do with it as well. And uh, I, it was just a good fit for me to come to Baylor and to be a part of '79, which actually Coach Taft credits that '78 team for the success mm. of '79 because that really was the catalyst that got the ball rolling uh, with the success the next two to three years. And I've been been able to be a part of it was just amazing time for me to learn and to grow and to be mentored by uh, Mike Singletary and Dopefield and those are two guys I backed up mostly and of course Lester Ward was in there and just all the amazing you know talent and these players that we still talk about 40 45 years later right, right. their names still their names still come up because they were that good and uh, to, to have the opportunity to play with the Van McElroys and um, you know the list goes on and on it's just amazing to me. And uh, that freshman class, 79 freshman class, when you take a look at it, there's doctors, there's lawyers, and there's half of us played in the NFL wow. one time or another, at least for a year or so. And so there was a lot of opportunity, a lot of talent on those teams. And it was a lot of fun. I'll be honest, it was, it was just a, a real blessing. Very cool. Part of your pro career, uh, I think the team you went to originally was uh, Washington which we, Aaron and I were talking about it earlier. Um, uh, Ricky Thompson just refuses to call him anything but the Redskins. How how strongly do you feel about that? I'm with Ricky on this. Okay. I, I'm held to the Redskins uh, all the way. There you go. Uh, in fact, I can still sing the fight song, <laughs> if you believe it or not. And, you know, Mark Addicts and Big Vines can do the same thing. We can all sing the hell to the Redskins. Um, yeah, it's – I like to see them get back and, and be, um, well, be, be competitive in the conference and the league again. Uh, it's, it was a great place to play. It was short-lived for me. It was a year and a half, and then uh, I was released and went to a couple other training camps, the Colts, and then the Houston Oilers in 86. Um, 
but to have the opportunity to play it at, at each level was just such a blessing. And you can't ask for anything else than just the opportunity to play. So, uh, yeah, R- Ricky and I, we're on the same page yeah. when it comes to Redskins. They'll yeah. always be called the Redskins. I would think so. I mean, you, you put that much, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into an organization, and then they pull the rug out from under you. I, I can't imagine yeah. that. So I understand that completely. Yeah. Well, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. And uh, look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Holler if you need anything. And uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Hopefully it'll be a better game than last year. And, um, you know, everybody keeps asking me, who do you want to win? I mean, you know, that's that's hard for me to answer. It really is. I mean, uh, I I know I'd love to see the Bobcats be extremely dangerous and competitive and make it a four-quarter game. But, um, you know, Baylor, Baylor's, I think they're turning the corner, too. I mean, just be realistic. They're turning the corner, and hopefully they're going to look more like 2021 than 2022. And if that's the case, they're going to go far. Yeah. Well, we should all have more answers on Saturday evening after this game. That, that's true. That's Appreciate so true. it, man. My best to Nancy, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. See you then. All right, Take thanks very much. Jeff Gandy, a great former linebacker with the Bears. Uh, again, part of some really good teams. The 80 Southwest Conference Championship team went undefeated in Southwest Conference play, 8-0, and uh, and then in the NFL for a few years, and now does uh, color analyst work on the Texas State Sports Network, works with uh, Clint Shields down there. So he'll be here in that working capacity. Um and back on uh, home turf, back at his alma mater. He said Nancy wants to go buy some new Baylor gear. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Before the game. That's funny. <laughs> That's really good. So uh be fun to see he and Clint uh, coming up on Saturday.